clock in, baby. Mic check. Welcome to another episode of the Best Kips You Could Podcast, informally known as the podcast about nothing. I am your host, CZ Ray, and thank you for joining me. Now, last time we began our journey reviewing Nowhere Child by Patrick Lee. And in the intro to Nowhere, we spoke about how it was a song that was giving us an overview of Patrick's mind and troubled life. And in track two, Conte Morgan, we saw some of the, the, the destructive ways in which he chooses to calm his troubled mind. Slumped out on the couch, I'm blacking out, but I'm awake, so you already know. I was rambling about what I can say, thought that I was ideal, but all the confidence was fake. I just tried to appeal, trying to be someone you could take, but it took all my fears and made me someone you would hate. Thought I was keeping it real, but all the smoking I can tame, it's been taking control. Now I'm just mumbling the game, taking shot after shot, I'm out my mind, I kill my brain. And in track three, which was Sweet Whisper, we saw just how not in control he is when yeah, things get dark yeah. and the demons come out to play. And track four, which was Hurts to Feel, we saw him at his most vulnerable and most honest state where he was really just saying, you know, it's tough being the person that he is because he can't trust his mind. His mind is hell. And, you know, he has found ways to hide his suffering and depression through laughing, smiling, and substance abuse. It was an honest account of what it really feels like when you're head deep in your depression and suffering. And so now, today we pick off from where we left off, and this is part two. Part two, we're going to call The Destruction to Nowhere. It is going to be a place where we see Patrick now fully submerged in his chaotic and destructive ways through drinking, partying, women, and yeah, we'll discuss all of that in the next 30 minutes or so. So sit back and enjoy. This is Nowhere Child, part two, the destruction to nowhere. The first song in part two is called Idle Minds featuring Jay Marley. You know how they say an idle mind is the devil's playground? Well, for Patrick Lee, he is constantly going through the emotions because he loves his solitude but the more time he spends on his own the more idle his mind becomes and that's when his worst habits show themselves 
in part one of this series, I spoke briefly about how Patrick comes across as someone who likes to keep to himself, right? Well, when he was talking about this song specifically, he said that he keeps to himself because he actually struggles to communicate with people he's unfamiliar with. He also said that his consumption of substance goes hand in hand with his need for company of women, but never really making a lasting connection. It's more just to pass the time and feed his ego. In the song Sweet Whisper from part one, he said, I think I find it fun to play with all my women's hearts because here's a little secret. I didn't have one from the start. And now looking at this song, he is self-aware enough to acknowledge that this is selfish on his part because he is playing on the girl's emotions. But he reconciles this by saying that some girls seem to understand that this is all fun and games, that they're just a means to an end, a means to his own end. In the chorus, he says, I don't mind or how they love to play. I let you waste my time. Now this further, you know, reinstates the idea of using women just, you know, as a means to an end and never really seeing any lasting value for any friendship or relationship beyond sex. What we see here in Patrick's two verses is basically him detailing the cycle of finding a woman using her only for physical pleasure while she hopes to find something more meaningful with him. And then if the girl leaves, he doesn't care because he will just find another one right after. Basically, this song is like a second wave of his reckless episodes he has when his mental health takes a toll. We saw this in Conte Morgan, and then it looked like he was sort of getting his life back together by identifying his issues on the song Hurts to Feel. But then now it seems like he is spiraling back to that self-destructive place he was in at the beginning of the album. He ends his verse by talking about a moment in the club, getting wasted with his friends and with women. For him, this is better than the alternative, which is being home alone with his own thoughts or fighting his demons in his sleep. Jay Molly, who is one of only two features on this album, makes his appearance in the third verse of this song. He brings his own version of what the theme of this song means to him. He details his relationship with someone who suffers from these dark thoughts as well, just like him. He alludes to the notion that with every cut he gets from trying to hold his partner's broken heart in place, he will just bleed out more reasons why he should stay with her, even if it means facing the torture of his own demons. It's the light you just taking, yeah, but you guess it was starting to make it. 
I fucking hate them That's what you get when you try that you say And I fucking hate them If you see me jump off of a building And all that I gave them Think I am Jesus Sacrifice all my feelings To keep fighting all of these demons these lines let us know that he is willing to stay in this relationship with this person for as long as it takes to save her, even if it means loving them to death, literally. When speaking about this song, he said that essentially his verse is about giving up a part of himself to keep the person he loved happy, facing demons by staying with them so that they don't have to face their own by themselves, giving into desire and letting it compromise you as a person and the things he believes in also struggling to leave them because of his own attachment to them leaving him and because of his paranoia it all results in him never really enjoying the present moment with them but instead fearing all the bad that could happen or that it could do to him another aspect he touches on is the idea of him being sick and tired of being judged and being told what to do all the time. This idea of running away is the perfect, perfect outro to this song because it leads us into the next song, which is called Hollywood Boulevard, where we see Patrick Lee take his talents of self-sabotage and hedonism all the way to LA. Track number six of the album, or track number two for chapter two of the series, is Hollywood Boulevard. It is spelled H three double L Y W O O D Boulevard. And just from that title, you know, we can tell that it's not your typical Hollywood, you know, glitz and glamour movies kind of situation. It is a more darker side to that world. And in this song, you know, we see Patrick once again trying to escape his demons. Only this time, it is more literal. You know, he literally takes a trip to LA during one of his self-destructive, reckless episodes. He said when he took the trip, he was in a very volatile state of mind and didn't really care about his life. He was just living one day at a time and the only thing that gave him some, some form of control was living for the thrill, finding situations, living unbound to any form of responsibility. He found himself lost in LA, mentally and otherwise. He said he lost track of what was important to him and his purpose was swayed because of the constant temptations. In the second verse, he continues to detail his chaotic spiral when he says, Feel so alone, I do. Not want to feel so alone, I flew. Ought to be here all alone. I come alive in the nighttime too. I've been around, but it's so different. Sin all around, the angels missing. Right in my ear where the snakes stay whispering. I don't want to do this. I feel so different. 
and my mind got a mind of its own. Takes me to places I don't want to go. Hate that I love all the things that I know in the end will unfold me again. In part one of this series, when I was discussing the song Sweet Whisper, a song about night terrors and sleep paralysis, I made reference to Billie Eilish's album, When We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? And now with this song, and there's a line here where, he, where Patrick says, sin all around and the angels missing. It kind of reminds me of a line that Billie Eilish had in one of her songs where she says, My Lucifer is lonely. And basically what that means is, you know how they say we all have, you know, an angel and a demon uh, or angel and a devil on each shoulder, right? And so that saying, my Lucifer is lonely, means that the angel is missing. And it's similar to what Patrick is saying here, where he says, sin all around, the angel's missing. And so all he is saying that he is surrounded by evil. And so with nothing but chaotic and destructive distractions around him the evils of lucifer aka lucy continue to have a strong hold in him and this leads us to the next song distraction parentheses reaction relapsing This song, which serves as track number three for chapter two of this series, is a song that is pretty much about what the title suggests it's about. It's about the vicious cycle of relapsing, you know, reaction and distraction. How you go from being distracted to then reacting to your distractions and then you relapse into your inhibitions again. It gives further insight into what happens with an idle mind. We can clearly see here that the evils of Lucifer are all around him. Distractions are everywhere. And he's found that rather than dealing with life and its pressures, it's easier to run and get lost in the distraction where nothing matters, which ultimately leads to the relapse and which he considers to be a state of mind when he gets taken back into the state of mind where nothing and nobody seems to matter. At this stage of his spiral, everything and everyone is just a means to an end for him and means to his end, nothing more, nothing less. On the bridge of the song, he says, Promise not to jump In the second verse, he pulls back the curtain and attempts to explain or justify his actions. He says, I'm not a bad person. I just suck at keeping promises. 
the scars from past relationships have proved to be so prominent. And honestly, I'm skilled at my dishonesty. Part of me kind of proud to be hardly there, hardly answering. To be fair, I was gone again. I'm overusing heartbreak to justify my actions. I'm so over losing myself to lust and fake passion. I'm quick to distance. In an instant transmission, you said you love me. I said it back. So unlucky you fell for that in a heartbeat. And mama would be disgusted. It's disappointing to tell. I seen her go through the hell I put women through by myself. I have a million apologies. This is not an anomaly. Constantly doing robberies. I'm sorry. This is a moment in the story now where he is showing some sort of self-awareness again. And right there in that moment, you know, there's a glimmer of redemption for him. You almost feel like this is going to be the time where he gets his life back together again and, you know, he'll be okay. But just as you're thinking that, the next song that comes on is Love Psycho 100. And this song is once again another chapter into his self-destructive and self-sabotaging ways. Love Psycho 100 is a banger. High energy, catchy hook, and it features the impressive duo known as Champagne 69. The sequencing is perfect because in the previous song, Patrick touched on how his relationships have suffered in the past because of his own mental health issues. And now in this song, he lets us in on one of those very passionate and somewhat very destructive relationships. In essence, this song is about two people who are crazy about each other, but at times are also very bad for each other. They drive each other crazy, but they also can't stand to be apart. Patrick Lee said that this song details an experience between two lovers where neither one is right or wrong. The insanity of it all and how they stay with the same person that's driving them crazy. It's almost like an addiction. An insane addiction. And the thing about an insane love is that sometimes people would rather hold on to that insanity than let go. They would rather put up with all this craziness because to walk away from it is to walk away from that person and the love they share. Crazy, right? <laughs> For Champagne 69, when they were giving, you know, the context to their verse, they said that the ideal subconscious belief among youth is that your significant other has to match your ideas and ideals and stature and is willing to interact physically before any emotional journey. These ideas are outright from the beginning, but are then interrupted by something we can never deny, love. And that concept pushes us to unfathomable emotional heights and leads us to behave outside of our own personal parameters. Simply put, love will drive you crazy. The final song for this chapter called The Destruction to Nowhere Chapter is a song called Poison. This is just another detailed account of Patrick's hedonistic escapades while on tour and in the midst of his spiral or relapse. It is a fitting final track for this insane roller coaster of a chapter of the album. Real, to be real, what's the deal? I've been on 
I'm poison, what's your poison? Drowning out the noise, and it's my choice. I don't know my limit, do you feel it? Voices that I'm killing, I'm so willing. And thus brings an end to not only that song, but brings an end to chapter two that we've been discussing today. The third and final act or chapter for this album is going to be called Redemption to Nowhere. It is the final three songs on the album, and it is the moment now where Patrick is sobering up and snapping out of his spiral as he attempts to make sense of everything. So join me again next time as we wrap up this three-part series of Nowhere Child by Patrick Lee. My name is CZ Ray. It's been great hanging with you guys. Until next time, peace and love.